Hey everyone, this is Gavin. Hey everybody, this is Todd. And I'm Craig. Welcome everyone to episode 112 of the Majors Messor podcast. I'm your host Gavin. I'm joined by Todd and so hey. far yeah, so far there's no sign of Craig. Um the last I heard he was having internet troubles, so he's probably banging his head against a brick wall at the moment trying to get himself um figured out. Um but we are just going to press on with the show without him. Um don't know how this is going to go because as you all know, he is essentially the pilot of this. Um so <laughs> <laughs> he's the rock, baby. He's the rock of the show. Yeah, exactly. Oh, hang on a sec. He's hang on. He may be coming on. Let's let's, okay. let's just see. Okay, he said he's just uh, he's just going to reset his computer. So yeah, so he'll be with us soon. So while he's loading up his computer, we uh, we may as well just uh, set up the episode. So uh, we're we're having some really good feedback from the the skit that that me and Todd have been doing, which is is called uh, Get to the Point. Um, which again, you guys, it means so much. The feedback that you're giving us, um, the fact that you're asking for more of it, is is amazing. Um, it puts the pressure on for us, for me and Todd, to try and make it funnier for you. So we do have a plan for today, and uh, we are going to be doing. We're going to do two parts today. So we're going to do part one soon, and then uh, part two toward the end of the show. Um, and it's it, it's going to come together fantastically if it all goes well so we shall see oh it's going to be a huge cliffhanger it's going to be great yeah that's the idea anyway and we also have uh, <laughs> we also have a guest as well which is a pre-recorded 15 minute interview with our friend Kimmy um, who's an artist from the Netherlands which we're going to be playing very soon um, I just don't know whether to wait for Craig to come in first or whether to just play that out play the first part of uh, of get to the point and then talk to Craig after that I don't know yet um, we shall see <clears throat> Should be should be with us soon anyway. But while we're waiting for him, what have you been up to, Todd? Well, I, I I've been uh, two weeks at my new job now, and uh, it's going really well. I'm really happy about it. It's a great group of people. It's a really nice uh, company to work for. They're very family oriented because they're owned by two brothers, so they're they're really big on family and accommodating people about family. So nice. Um, it's it's a wonderful opportunity, and it's a great thing. Uh, nothing knocking my old job at, at the uh, cable provider that I still won't use their actual name because I don't want to get sued because they're kind of iffy like that. Um, but it was just uh, stress-wise and opportunity-wise, I think it was a much better fit for me. So uh, life is good right now for me. Excellent. I'm happy. Anyway, Craig, <laughs> is now, Craig is now with us. Craig, how's it going? All right. You figured out your, uh, your internet? Yeah, it's fine. Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. How, how have you been, Craig? We're, we're just doing a, you know, asking out, telling what we've been up to. So, how have you been? Uh, all right. How's the tooth? I had a bit of pain today. Uh, oh, it's gone fuck. now. Did you go to the dentist? 
I've been using toothpaste. It's like, it's like, um, not the way it is, but it's kind of like done something to the sensitivity of my teeth. Is it like the Sensodyne toothpaste you use in the like? It's like it's, it's similar, but it's 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 more, say, it's more powerful kind of thing. Oh, okay. It, 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 it really narrows down the sensitivity. But, it's uh, like antiseptic it toothpaste. I don't know. It's got like a weird name. Okay. Uh, came back a little bit during bits of today, and uh, so I've been taking paracetamol, been taking the toothpaste, putting my finger, rubbing it on my teeth, and all, that, and brushing my teeth, and it's, it's gone. It's, it's like the pain's gone down a bit now. You're gonna have to go, you know, soon, mate. You're gonna. It's gonna get. You might be making it worse by not going. Yeah. So, <laughs> So, sure? so what's the process of going to the dentist in the UK? Is, is it pretty much the same here? You just call, make an appointment, and because where you have the universal health insurance, they just whenever they have an open spot, say, "Yeah, come on in." Or it doesn't really work with dental as as it, as well as everything else. Dental's kind of separate. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so you still have to. Well, your your so appointments do you pay and stuff that are out covered. of pocket, or do you pay for uh, your surgeries and stuff? But your your appointments and stuff are covered. Oh, okay. So, but they don't do cleanings, you know, like here and in the States, they do like, you know, every six months, they book you in for a clean and they don't do that in England. You just, if you want them clean, then you go and get it done. But they don't, they don't keep reminding you that you need to go. They don't give a fuck. And is it a, a big charge for that or is it just, uh, is um, that covered as well? The, I, I don't, there probably would be, yeah. I don't, I don't know, to be honest, because when, like, when I did the few occasions I did have them cleaned in England, it was when I was younger, so my mum would have footed the bill if if there was a big bill for it. Um, I'm not sure though, to be honest. That's can be it can be expensive. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever had a cleaner? No, mate. Be realistic. I don't know. I mean, I've had teeth out, but I don't think I've. No, like a, a cleaning is like that. Um, they literally fucking scrub your teeth down, like. They scrub them with all kinds of tools and stuff and get them shine. Like, your, your mouth feels weird after it because it's like no, there's no, no shit on your teeth. And, like, they put, like, metal, metal, like... Um, they get the metal hooks that they go in there and Yeah, scrape yeah, yeah. Them. They scrape. It's literally fucking scrape all around. Your gums bleed if you don't floss. Your, your gums will bleed big time. And then they give you shit for not flossing. And then um, they give you, like, um, like, a, like, st- like special... Fluoride stuff to put on your teeth, and yet the, yeah, there's a fluoride paste and... that they use a special little toothbrush that goes around really fast, and they polish your teeth with the fluoride. So yeah, no, and then there's but that other right. stuff it that does feel funny when you're done with it. You like your your teeth are so clean that it's like awkward. Yeah, like they put that <laughs> other stuff in. It's like a foam. It's like a fluoride foam they put in, and then they put that on your teeth, and you just leave it in for like a minute, and then they take it out. But they ask you like what flavor you want and stuff. It's weird. Yeah, it's it's. It's an interesting experience. Yeah, but yeah, Craig, you fucking hell, mate. I'm surprised you didn't go because you were in bad pain last time. Oh. Like, if the pain goes, it's not... Whatever you've got needs sorting, it's not going to go away on its own. It might die down for a little bit, but then it's going to come back and it'll come back worse. That's we'll my... get checked out. Yeah, I hope you get, get checked out before I go on all the time. Fucking hell. Yeah. I'm fucking having pain for like one day. I don't want to I know, it will, ruin you. it will ruin your trip, won't it? Imagine that. Imagine it was that bad you had to go and see some turkey fucking um, dentist while you were there. 
Fucking hell. Oh, yeah. Breath so much shit. Jesus Christ. Just remember, in, in Turkey, they don't have toilet paper, so they'll wipe their ass with their hand. So yeah. if you want a dentist in Turkey's hand in your mouth, but a shit hand cleaning your <laughs> teeth, then, you know, I, I, w- I wouldn't wait for that. Yeah, fuck that. Anyway, let's let's uh, let's move on with the show. We do have a, our interview, which is a pre-record with our friend Kimmy that we're going to play now. She is, and, and like you'll hear me say, like she's the best artist uh, I personally think you will ever come across. She's amazing. So uh, I'm going to put some uh, some photos on social media so you guys can see some of her work. She's incredible. So here is the chat that me and Todd had with her earlier. Hey, what's up? This is Brad. This is Devin. And Rich is looking down from heaven. And we're LFO, and you're listening to a Major's Mess Hall. Okay, so joining us on the line now, we have, uh, she's a, a new friend to me, but a really good friend. Um, her name is Kimmy Mukota. I think I've said that correct. And uh, she is an artist. And when I say she's an artist, like, that doesn't do it justice. Like, she's phenomenal. She does portraits and... I personally have never seen anybody do a portrait of someone as well as Kimmy does. So, uh, Kimmy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I suppose the, the big question we've got for you is, is like, how did you become so good at what you do? Like, you must have, did it take a long time or did you just, did it just come naturally? Well, I, I started drawing when I was about, I think, five or six. Wow. And um, it just went on. And um, when I became sick, uh, I, I stopped for a while. And uh, when I went to the re- rehabilitation center, I started again. And that's when I really uh, started to um, get into the detail stuff, which I'm doing now. So how old were you when you started to get into the detail stuff? I think I was about 21. Wow. Yeah. Think so? Yeah. It, it's just amazing, like, because it, to me, it's, sometimes you'll post photographs that you've drawn and then you'll post the drawing of the photograph. And sometimes I can't tell which is which. And I, I'm, I'm not just saying that. Like, sometimes I have to zoom in to the image to see because I, I can't tell if it's, the, if it's the drawing or not because it's that good. I mean, it's just, it's just fantastic. Thank you so much. It really means a lot. So... One thing, well, the reason why I came across you is because you were, you, you've been noticed by the Backstreet Boys, which, you know, is, I mean, everybody knows who the Backstreet Boys are, but yeah. you've been, like, kind of recognised by them because you are obviously a Backstreet Boys fan and you do portraits of the guys and uh, and they've, you know, recognised it and gave you some credit online, which, yeah, I mean, how does that feel? That must be amazing. That was, that was, I have no words, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, being a fan for 22 years, more than 22 years, and just, you know, seeing your idols comment on your drawing, that's just just such a great gift. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm a singer, as you know, and I remember once I posted a video online of me singing a song. I think it was a Michael Jackson one or something. And Darren Hayes, the lead singer of Savage Garden, commented on it. And he, he, I can't remember word for word what he said. I did screenshot the tweet. But it was like, it was just amazing to have somebody that, you know, you're inspired by and you've kind of learned a little bit from tell you that they think you're incredible and, you know, and, and just how kind of blown away they are by your talent. I mean, it's 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 amazing. And it was so nice of him to say. So I kind of can relate to that. 
Um, so where would you say you get your inspiration from? Well, sometimes I, I just scroll online and, and look at stock photos and uh, images I see on TV or in magazines or just anything that that gets gets my feelings going actually because I'm, I'm kind of an emotional person and um, I like to uh, take that emotion into my drawings yeah that makes sense yeah so you'll just you'll just see an image like on you'll just see something and, and just go I've got to draw that yeah yeah I, that, I get like that sometimes with songs I'll listen to a song and I'm like I've got to record that song and I'll just I'll sit down I'll learn the lyrics and I'll I'll kind of try and do my own spin on it but yeah, that's kind of how I get my inspiration as well. That's kind of how it works for drawing as well, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did a little bit of drawing when I was in, in college, and it actually wasn't too bad. One thing I struggled with the most was eyes. I, I couldn't... And we, we, we did a class specifically on eyes as well, because eyes are so different. Like they're so, they can be quite tough to draw. And I just couldn't... I mean, you, you might look at it and go, oh, that's actually not too bad. But to me, it was just it was rubbish. It was just no good. <laughs> Would you say that eyes are the, are the hardest thing to draw on, like on a you know a human face or even an animal face as well? I guess I don't know. Eyes are the the really the hardest part of a face to draw because, I mean, sounds kind of cliche, but they are the the windows to the soul. Yeah, no, it's true. It is true. But yeah, it was just I could never I could never do it. Like there was there was like this thing of like. You draw the the iris, but you don't draw the whole iris unless the person's eyes wide open. And then you know the pupil that's in the centre, you you can draw the whole the whole thing there. And I just couldn't. I tried so hard, and I think that's what put me off. I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. So, <laughs> well, it's hard to get the but, dimensions of the eye correctly too. It's 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 hard to draw and actually make it look realistic. Most of the time, it just looks like shapes, and you're like, okay, but well, actually get you know, like some depth like, to it and actually make it look realistic. That, that was always a hard thing for me as well. Yeah, and like you've got you know you've got you've got to do two eyes as well. It's not like you just do one like a nose. You just draw, draw the one nose. It's, you've got to do two, so they've got to kind of be the same size. And yeah. you know, if one looks a little bit too small, it just doesn't work. And that was that was another <laughs> another struggle of mine as well. It was, and then I do that thing where you draw like, you know, you draw lines to, to start with. You literally draw like a cross in the center of a circle, and you try and match it all up. And I, I, even that threw me off. And that was just trying to draw Mickey Mouse. Even trying to do it that way, that used to throw me off. So I give up in the end. I can't well, regret it now. Maybe if you can try a, a draw a cyclops, then you're fine. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I should do. I should do like an interpretation of somebody, but just with the one eye in the one center eye. of the head. Yeah. Stick, with the, stick with mythology. That way, if someone says, yeah. well, that looks, that looks like shit, you can say, well, it's supposed to look like that. You, you don't know the history. Like, you know, you can just make it up as you go. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be funny, actually. I would love to see that one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have much of your own art up in your own home? Do you have it on the walls and stuff? I have it on uh, on a shelf in my living room and on the in the bathroom in the bathroom. Actually, I have two. A side thing of putting putting like art up in the bathroom. I always wanted to do that in our in our bathroom. Was put something on a wall. My wife always says. You can't put that up because like the condensation will ruin the the piece. And I'm like, yeah, but is it really going to get that bad? And she's like, trust me, if you put art up in the bathroom, it's gonna like you know the ink will run essentially, or the paper will start to. Well, yeah, from the steam and, from the shower. Yeah, so I guess if you put it inside something, it would work. I don't know. Yeah, just put it in a, in a frame and, and and you know 
glass in front of it and then it will be fine. So, okay, so what I'll do is I'll draw a picture and then if that gets ruined in the bathroom, we know it's not... We know it's not good to go. If it if it yeah. exists and does really well, then I can come and purchase a proper drawing from you and do it that way. So we'll 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 go with that. <laughs> well, every 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 drawing I do, I I just I put a like an um a protective spray over it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so it kind of sets the ink, and so it yeah. Okay. The graphite won't uh, won't smudge or anything. So. Okay, yeah, because this is the thing, like, you, you do, I mean, this isn't your day job, but you do do this on the side for people, don't you, do commissions where you'll, you know, people will ask you, do requests, and you'll draw an image for them, and they'll purchase it from you, so, yeah. Um, I mean, that I suppose that makes sense, rather than just roll it up into a cardboard tube and send it by a mail or something, it's, you know, to actually put it in a, in a proper protective cover, you know, that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, well, the the paper which I draw on it, um, is too thick to roll it up, and I don't like to roll uh, my drawings up because they will get ruined. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, I I usually put them in an envelope, or, or uh, I'm trying to get some uh, large uh, boxes to to send them in. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, you want to make sure that it's you know where. Because yeah. I'm sure you you probably get requests from all over the world. Because you're you know as our listeners like I mentioned before, you're from the Netherlands, so yeah, you know, and especially if it's if it's Backstreet Boys fans that are reaching out for for art, you know that a lot of those are going to be in the states, I imagine, or like you know North America in general. Yeah, America, the, yeah, America, and I got um, one from Canada, two actually from Canada. Oh, nice. So that was good. And um, yeah, mostly are from the US, yeah. So have you ever done any, I know I've already asked you this before, like, you know, in, in chat, but um, I'll ask it again for the benefit of the podcast, but have you ever done any, like, live drawing where you just draw, you know, someone's sitting there in front of you? When I say live drawing, I don't mean nude. Is that what nude drawing is? Because that's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's called, though, isn't it? I've just realized, isn't it called life, like life class or something? It's like where well, you draw. Well, if, if the model is... is in the buff yeah but you can have someone set there and like model for you with clothes on and they don't have to be naked yeah and you'd still call that live drawing wouldn't you yeah i, I would okay fair enough i just wanted to clarify i didn't want you to think like what the hell is he asking here <laughs> yeah so have you, have you ever have you ever done that before like you no. know drew, drew a portrait no no i haven't because um i have a double vision and um i need i need some uh, I always draw with a, like a grid. Yes, I see that. Yeah. Well, the proportions and everything, so I can't do anything live because it won't be as good as I want it to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, plus if the model like sneezes or moves and it like totally changes the, it's it's hard to hold like one specific yeah. pose for a long right. time, you know. Yeah. That's so true. That, uh, that's so, not for me. <laughs> So if if Nick Carter and we all know you're a Nick Carter fan, if he said to you, "I want you to draw a, a live drawing of me," like you know when I'm on tour, you know I'll I'll set up a day where I'm free. I want you to draw. You would you honestly say? Would you say no, or would you try and would you try and do it? Well, that's a totally different story. Of course, I would. <laughs> <laughs> imagine how imagine how nervous you'd be though doing that. That would be yeah. so nerve wracking, wouldn't it? I don't think I don't think anything anything will come on paper actually. <laughs> yeah, that was because I, I a couple of I've met them a few times and I've been to the sound checks and stuff and 
and I've actually been lucky enough to get the, they always do a question like a Q&A and I've been lucky enough to get the microphone every time and I, I think that's one partly because I, I know Justin who does the he organizes the meet and greets yeah. And then also because I'm I'm a male fan, so I stand out. Like you know, it's mainly just women there, <laughs> and then it's me stood down. And I'm six foot tall, so I stand out. And uh, they always give me the microphone, and uh, I always t- I always say to myself, I'd love to. Once I've got that mic, I'd love to sing for them just to show them, like you know, you guys have inspired me, and this is this is me. Like you know, I've listened to you now. You guys can listen to me for a second, but I never do. I always think it's you know, it's it's not really the right time to do it. But I think it's just the nerves get the better of me. I just think ah, I can't do it. I'd love to, but I just can't do it. So that's why I was asking about if you, if Nick asked you to do it, would you do it? Because it would be so nerve-wracking to do. Well, yeah. Well, actually, I met I met Nick uh, last December at the uh, the German Comic Con in Dortmund. And, yeah, what uh, was that like? I, I I didn't say a word actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? <laughs> well, actually, because it was it was a bit rushed because the, the the line was just so so long. I waited for five hours just to to meet him i mean that was really crazy yeah that was um yeah i didn't i didn't say anything actually i just gave him the i made him two drawings of his family and um i gave him i gave the i gave those and that was um actually that was my goal (laughs) so what did he say like when when you when he because obviously seen them what did he say when he when he looked at them like what was his reaction like well, he opened the first one, which was uh, with his wife Lauren and uh, and their son Odin, and um, he was actually he was really surprised. He was like, "Did you draw that?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and his his, uh, his father-in-law stood beside him, and he was like, "Wow, yeah, they they really liked it." Oh, that's amazing! That's awesome. And he uh, he wanted to open a second one, which was the one with Sergia, but. Um, he apologized because the the line was so long. He said, "Just I I need to keep going because otherwise the other fans are gonna stay and wait for another two hours." <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's so rushed. Even yeah, when you meet is. all five of them, it's really rushed. Yeah, it and, is. And see, that's the you know you say you were really quiet and didn't say anything. I'm the opposite. I say too much. I try and cram. <laughs> as much stuff as I can into to, and I know I'm just throwing and of course the accent probably throws them as well but I'm trying to explain so much to them and you know like with I met my wife on their website so that was a that was a big thing and, and that's one thing I did mention when I got the microphone is like I focused on that and I said you know uh, you know I met my wife on online on, on your website and and you know we're married now and we're actually expecting our first baby and I think I sent you the link to the video because somebody filmed it and it was just amazing, like all five of them, like oh, congratulations! That's and they were so humbled that like that it's that they'd brought us together, and then we went, we met them afterwards, and and they were really like you know just they had nothing but lovely things to say to us, and then we went to the after show party, and AJ came up to us, and he was like, you guys are gonna make amazing parents, and I think how do you know you don't even know me, but, <laughs> but just the fact he just the fact he'd said that was just it was just nice to come from one of your idols, so yeah, those those guys are fantastic. I've, I've got yeah. nothing bad to say about any of them. No, that you know, well, you know, I I just met Nate, but he he was really really down to earth, just like a normal guy. I mean, that was just. I mean, you you always see see different stars being like, um, you know, not as down to earth as they are. And yeah. and he was, he really was. Yeah, like I've I've met some people and it's and like my expectations were I suppose maybe too high or maybe they just were they just weren't nice people. But 
you, it's you come away feeling disappointed. But I've never had that with the Backstreet Boys. Every time I've met them, it's always been it's always been really nice and well received. Which is like you say, there's that many people that they're seeing every day. Mm-hmm. To actually try and maintain like you care about that interaction must be really tough for them, and they they make it known. Like I went with a friend of mine, that Kelly. Actually, she's uh, she's on the podcast quite a bit, and she's she's a fan as well. And that's that was our first, that was our mutual likeness for to start our friendship off. And when we met them for the first time, it was very close to the anniversary of her dad's death. And I remember she was went up there and she was explaining to AJ and Nick. You know, oh, this this has like been really good for me because you know it's the anniversary of my dad's death. You know, and and it's a really tough time for me. And she was trying to explain it to them, and the security were going, "Come on, keep keep moving, turn around, take take your picture." And I remember, yeah. was it Nick or it was Nick or I think it was Nick. Nick looked at the security and said, "No, no, no, let her let her talk." So he stopped the security and listened to what Kelly was saying, and that was so nice to see. That they gave her the ear moment to, to you know say what she wanted to say and and it meant so much to her as well, and I think that goes a long way. Yeah, they really do. They really try to to take that time and listen to your story. I've I've met some celebrities before that you can tell that it's gone to their head because, like you say, you build up your expectation, you get all this stuff that you want to say, and of course, me being the way I am, I always like to get a little joke in there and like yeah. <laughs> cut it up, so, try to be something memorable. And I've met celebrities before where I'll, like, say something and, and uh, like, throw a little joke in there. And they just look at me and they're like, ha, huh, okay, next. And it's like, oh, oh wow, okay. Like, yeah. like, but then when you meet somebody that's truly, like, you go there with the expectation of, okay, I'm just another signature and on the line. And then you actually, like, strike up a quick conversation and they're, they joke around with you and stuff. Then you're like, wow, this person's really, uh, you know, really cool and they really appreciate their fans, which goes a long way. I'll support somebody if I feel like they appreciate my support. If it's somebody that's just cashing a check and sign a picture and next, I'm like, okay, we're done. Cause that's just the yeah. way I am. Like, you know, I'm not going to support somebody that doesn't appreciate my support for them. So. Well, it was, we, we did a show once when I was back, when I was in my boy band years ago, we did a show and it was with a few different bands and abs from five, the, the boy band five, he was performing because it was like when his solo album was out, so he was up doing his thing. And one of the guys in my band, his sister was a really big Abs fan, or like Five fan or whatever. So he went up to Abs and said, you know, can I, can I get your autograph for my younger sister? She's a really big fan. And he was like, yeah, what's her name? And he said, her name's Karina. And so Abs is, you know, signing it. And then he goes to, and he, he goes to write it. And, and Jay, my friend, was in, was in the band with, he said, yeah, it's, uh, it's K-A-R, and Abs just starts writing it and then stops and then just scribbles the rest. He just couldn't be bothered to write a name properly. So he Jeez. just, like, scribbled he scribbled it and then just handed it to Jay, and it was no... There was, it was just horrible. It was just like, wow, you're a, you're a dick, man. There's no... Why would you do that? Why yeah. would you, that's uh, kind of disrespectful, actually. Yeah, I just thought, why would you do that? You know, he's See, come if he'd have done to... that to me, I would have had to come back with, like, ripping a paper in half and, like, hand it back and go, oh, no, never mind, here, you keep that. Like, I, I would yeah, have done a bigger dick move just to show him, like, uh, okay, we're done. But that's just how I am, so. I know, yeah. actually, actually, I was I was in line for the uh, for the photo shoot, and um, I was thinking about the first or second one uh, to go in, and then this lady of the venue, she closed the line and she was like, well, time is up. And I was like, oh God, no. And then I heard Nick on the other side of the booth. He was like, no, you got to open up again because these people are waiting for me. Am I going to end the line till everyone uh, 
has seen me and talked to me. So oh, that's nice. Actually, the time was already, it was about, I think it was about 12 o'clock, something. And it just went on till the line uh, was the end of the line. Wow. That's awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. That's that. He's, he's a really nice guy. I remember when I was going up to get my picture, of course, I'd already explained on the mic, you know, that I'd met Dean and my wife and on the website and stuff. So they, they knew my face. So then when I went up to get my picture, he just looks over and he goes, my man. And he like puts his arms out to give me a big hug. And I, it was it's really nice. You know, it, was, it wasn't just this generic, like right next to snap. There you go. Bye. It was like, he gave me a hug and it was. Yeah, well, you could, it was you could be the sixth member now. Exactly. I've, I've case, always told myself you can that. be a backup in case one gets sick. You know, you can fill yeah. in. <laughs> be an alternate. That would be amazing. I'd love that. That would be amazing. So, so where can people? I really want the listeners that are listening to this. I really want you to check out Kimmy's work. So, she has two separate Instagram uh, pages. One, tell me if I'm wrong, but one is BSB under dash art under dash 1983. That's the Backstreet Boys one. That's like dedicated to the art of the Backstreet Boys that she does. And then her her other one is Kimmy, which is K-I-M-M-I-E, under dash art, under dash 1983. I'll put all this in the the description of the the episode. And that is to see all your other art that you do as well. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so if people want to check her out, just even if you don't, do it anyway because you won't regret it when you do. Their art is amazing. I am most definitely going to purchase a piece off you at some point in the future. We've already talked about that, and um, I just want to say thank you very much for coming on. It's it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you, and you're the first person from the Netherlands we've ever spoke to as well. So maybe we'll get you on again sometime to talk about literally the Netherlands because me and Todd know nothing about. Yeah, I know nothing about. I've never been in the (laughs) Eastern Hemisphere at all. So hear about (laughs) the Netherlands would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, love to. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Kimmy. It's been, like I say, it's been lovely to talk to you. And I'll uh, I'll chat to you again online soon. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Get to the point with You know, and I told him, Jeff, like, why does this woman need another child? You don't need any more kids. It's probably like a clown's pocket down there now. Ronnie. Oh, Jesus. Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the show. This is uh, 19.7 Cheese FM. Uh, you are listening to the uh, Elroy McNeil show, Get to the Point. And, of course, I am the big deal, Elroy McNeil. And uh, this is uh, Banger's Best Music Mix. And uh, yeah, we, we, uh, this is basically a, a, a section where you know, we spend an hour talking uh, about various different topics, very important, of course, and um, we, we normally have a set topic to talk about. Today I was going to do a, an open hour, but I've changed my mind, and, and the reason why I've changed my mind is because something happened to me over the weekend that I would like to share with you guys. So on Saturday, I was at the, uh, the Hannaford Grocery Store on Broadway, uh, right in Bangor, and... Um, I seen from a distance what looked like a grown woman bending down to face a child and they started to make out. And of course, I was outraged by this. I, I, I thought, what, what the hell is going on? You know, this is a child. Like, you, you never see this. Like, I, I can't believe what's going on. And I, I was enraged to the point where I actually got involved. 
And I went steaming over to this woman and I grabbed her shoulder and I pulled her to one side to which she fell on her bottom. And I said, you do not do that to a child. That is paedophilia and that will not be tolerated in the state of Maine. And then I took a look at the child who actually turned out to be a very, very upset midget. Now, you know, it made me think, is this right? I mean, I, I, I just to me, it just it doesn't seem normal for, you know, a, a fully grown uh, lady to to be, to be essentially dating, you know, somebody that's uh, the size of a, a, a four year old child. It, it it just struck me as really weird, and you know, and of course I caused offence. I, I did try to explain, but you know, the the midget was enraged, and uh, you know, he tried to he tried to fight me, and. Essentially, what I did was I, I put my, my hand on his forehead and held him from a distance while he was trying to kick me in the nuts. But my arm was longer than his leg, so it didn't work out well for him. And, uh, you know, I tried to explain the situation and he just wouldn't listen. You know, he, he, he was completely switched off from, from my perspective on the situation. And that just made me realize maybe it's something that we could talk about on today's show. So the question is, is it socially acceptable for a midget to have relations with a real human? And, and that is the question. And we are going to open the phone line now. Uh, if you don't know what the phone number is, it is, of course, uh, 555-708-0808. So please call in. I don't want any emails on this. I want to speak to people live. And we're going to have a chat. The phone line's already buzzing. So, Jamie, if you want to, if you want to bring in the first caller now, we will we'll talk to him. So, Jamie, who, who's, who are we talking to? Who's the first caller? Suzuki. Suzuki. Oh, Jesus. Not, okay. Suzuki. Hello, am I on the air? Yes, you are, Suzuki. How's it going? It's Suki. Suki, goddammit. St- we went over there okay, the no, last listen, time. Less, less of the goddams, please. You know, we are on air. Maybe past 1 a.m. in the morning, but still, you know. Oh, uh, so sorry. So sorry. Last time I was on your show, I got very angry. Yes, you, you did. did not help the situation at all. So I thought maybe I can call back in, give you a chance to redeem yourself. Maybe we can have a civilized conversation. Well, yeah, but just remember that you were overstepping the mark last time. You were giving several warnings and you wouldn't listen, so I had to cut you off. And I'll just tell you right now, uh, Suzuki, that if it happens again... It's Suki! Jesus, Suki. If it happens again, Suki, I will have to cut you off because it won't be tolerated on my airwaves. And I, I explained that last time, so please, keep it clean. Tell me, do you think it's socially acceptable for a midget to have relations with a real human? I, I know nothing of this topic. The reason I'm calling in is to have you redeem yourself because last time I called in, <sighs> I wanted your advice and you wanted to settle a bet between me and my friend and you had no help. So I thought maybe I call in and you couldn't settle another wager between me and my friend. I mean, the, oh, just remind the I, listeners that the last one was we had a, we had a, a ridiculous question about whether uh, Chewbacca had, uh, you know, the, the penis of a human or a dog. You know, it's just ridiculous. Now, go on. What's this next one? I'm so glad you asked. I had a, a, a thought that maybe Chewbacca's nipples, yeah. he was like a dog. So he probably has like eight hairy nipples underneath his fur. My friend says, no, no. Only female dogs have all those nipples. Chewbacca's obviously a man, so he probably got two big hairy man nipples. I said, no, no, no. You're, you're so mistaken. So what do you think there, big shot? Do you think he got little dog nipples, or do you think he got two big hairy man nipples? Jamie, you have got to stop with this guy. I, honestly, I've told you a million times. I've told you twice. Don't let him on anymore. Okay? 
it's it's ridiculous. Suki, I, I I'm not going to answer the question. Okay, I'm not even going to going to acknowledge what you're saying because it's Why uh, not? because it's, it's ridiculous. A question. It is a very important thing. Hold on one minute. Stir the curry before it burns. I tell you this every time. Last time, oh, last time it got too chunky. Stir the curry. I'm so sorry. A thousand pardons. So, are you going to help me or not? Once again, I listen, got fifty dollars American riding on this. It's listen, very, very big money. When we have an open hour, you are f- feel free to call in. We'll make that a deal, okay? When we have an open hour, we try and do it at least once a week. When we have an open hour, you can call in and talk about anything you want to talk about. Now, I'm not going to promise I won't cut you off, but you are welcome well, well to call in. If it's a set topic like today, okay, you have to talk about that topic. And the topic is, it's about midgets having sexual relations uh, with, with a real human being. That's what we're here to talk about. Are you going to comment on that, Suzuki, today? Yes or no? Well, I must have not got the memo because I knew nothing of this. I would not have called in. If you did not want to talk to Suki about Chewbacca's nipples, then why the hell did you answer the phone? Because I just, I literally just put out, uh, uh, you know, on the show that this is what we wanted callers for. The next thing you know, the phone rings, we answer it, it's you talking garbage again. Well, hear me now, believe me, next Thursday. This is the last time I'm going to give you an opportunity. I call in, I try to be nice to you, and this is how you treat me. This is how you treat me. You you treat me like a piece of garbage. Okay, right. We're we're gonna we're just gonna go now because this is starting to get nasty. Okay. Stir the curry. Okay, he's gone. Okay, listen. Just anyone else is listening. It's a set topic we're going to be talking about today in today's show. We don't want anyone else calling in about rubbish. So please stick to the topic. We have another call on the line. Um, this uh, this guy is called Paulie Short, which it sounds a little bit Paulie Short, doesn't it? Anyway, Paulie, are you there? Hey, tough guy, how you doing today? Uh, yeah, I'm 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 fine. Does does your mummy know you're calling? Oh, what, what is this? A little person joke? I I see how you're you're a funny guy. No, you probably don't recognize my voice because you weren't paying attention there last week. But I tell you, I was the little fella that you came over and you got in between me and my girl. Yeah, well, I, 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 you know, I, 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 I explain. Listen here, I explained to you when I spoke to you face to face that it was a misunderstanding and I did apologise. You wouldn't listen to me, and you were you were talking about me, you know, suing me or something because your, your girlfriend hurt her ankle or something. But again. You know, it's 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 just not right. It's not normal, okay? I've said it now, okay? It's not normal. What's well, it's not normal? It's, it's love between two uh, consenting adults. I I can't understand if you if you don't uh, if you don't support that that that's your business. But don't come over getting in my business like that, man. That, that's not cool. Like t- to me, you have little man syndrome because you're very angry. There's no reason to be, and I just find it hard to believe that there's not a community of you midgets. You know, there must be a place where you can go to meet other midgets. You're not the only one. You're not that special. So why do you... What what kind of speech is this? Why can't... I'm a normal human being. Just because I'm short, that doesn't take away from who I am. No, I know, but, you know, these are regular-sized women, you know, and and it's just... It just looks weird. I mean, I've said it. I've said it, Paulie. It just looks... Is that your real name, by the way, Paulie Short? It sounds very... tough guy. It sounds very... Similar to uh, Paulie Shaw, so we, we should probably hey, call you the Weasel. I don't, I don't, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, not many people do, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's just uh, 
this whole thing just baffles me, you know, and you, you really need to calm down. I didn't appreciate you trying to fight me as well. I'll tell you that right now. It wasn't much of a fight. If I recall, you come over, you, you push my girl down. And I walked up to you and I grabbed you by your shirt and I pulled you down and I smacked the taste right out of your mouth, tough guy. Do you remember that? Huh? I, I, you know, I don't have enough time to mention every single detail, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I, 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 you did hit me. I didn't appreciate it, but you know, I've always said I'll, I'd never hit a child, and to you know, to a, a, you know, an unwitting eye, it would have looked like me assaulting a youngster, and I wouldn't do that. So you know. Same rule about hitting a woman, you know. I, I, I wanted to smack your woman as well, but I didn't do that because it's not me. But she deserved it. You, you know, what the hell it's, would she deserve to be smacked for? It's well, it, my lady. Well, it's just not right, you know. I mean, you guys, you know, I, I'm not going to say I've never been entertained by you guys. You know, of course I have in the movies and such like, you know. Even, I, I remember one time, actually, there was, a, there was a pornographic film that I was shown, um, unwilling to me. Um, I was coerced into it. But um, I watched this film, and and, and you know it was uh, it, 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 it was laughable, you know it was it, it was a small person like yourself with a with a regular sized lady, and you know it, it was just it was laugh. There was a struggle, uh, you know there was there was another one scene with a little mini me from uh, Austin Powers, you know there was one that he made where he was you know involved with a woman, and it looked like she was giving birth, you know it's just not right. I tell you what, tough guy, keep keep talking, and I'll come down and put another bruise on the other side of your face. You know, watching these these pornographic films, really, you know, with you guys involved, the only way to make it any more entertaining for me is to, of course, play the Benny Hill theme in the background. You know, that would be the only the only way to, uh, you know, make what that more. What the hell am I a joke to you? Enjoyable to me. You know, I'm just saying. You know, you you know, you guys do serve a purpose. You know, it it, it was fun. You know, it's it's just just a little bit of fun. And, you and need to learn to treat everybody with a little decency and respect, buddy. Man, Jamie, I'll come down there and I'll teach you a lesson. What the hell is this? What am I, a joke to you? Like, I'll tell you. I'm, I'm not happy at this. I'm not happy at all. No, just wait. It's calm down. It's, that's it, you know. Just calm down. It's, I'm trying to turn, you know, a savage situation into a light-hearted joke. You know, that's all. It's just a this simple... No joke, bud. This is me and my woman sharing a moment. You come over and get in the middle of it, and you got your face smacked because of it. And I tell you what, you keep talking, and I'm going to take you to another step. I'll come down there to your damn studio, and I'll throw a brick right through the window. You don't need a buddy. I like that. It, it wouldn't be a yellow brick, would it? Oh, so now we're, we're talking about the Wizard of Oz jokes. Okay, that's it. I'm telling you, one more wise crack out of you, buddy, and you're going to see me again. Yeah, I imagine that, you know, a foreplay between you and your lady must be, you know, pretty fun. You know, I bet you go up on her. That's it. That's it. I'm getting in my van right now. And I'm coming down there, tough guy. Yeah, it's it's it. You're sounding you're sounding a little bit to me like you're not happy. Well, I'm not happy. No, which one are you then? Are you sleepy, Doc? Sneezy? No, I bet you bet you're grumpy. You're grumpy, definitely. Yes, 100% grumpy. Yes. All right, there, Snow White. Next time you see me, it's gonna be a brick brick to your windshield. Oh, hello, hello. He's gone. He's hung up. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Um, we we do occasionally, as you know, in the show, we do have people that are irate calling in. I had no idea he was going to call in. I'm glad he did, but I just want to say on the record, I don't have a problem with uh, you know with midgets um, or dwarves or elves or, or, or any you know anybody that's uh, you know smaller than than your average bear. Um, you know, it, it's just one of those things. Um, you know, um, I, I would have been quite happy to 
you know, let it drop. Did apologize. He didn't want to listen. So, you know, I, I can't take the blame for that. It's his problem. Uh, we're going to go to some ads now. And we will be back with this debate again. And, of course, I'm going to give the question again. Is it socially acceptable for a midget to have relations with a real human? So we'll be back again uh, after uh, these few words. Okay, yeah, so there you go. There was part one of our, of our uh, you know, get to the point segment that we do, which uh, me and Todd are having a lot of fun with. Um, as you heard, Craig was involved then. Craig, appreciate you being involved. And uh, yeah, we're going to be doing part two shortly. Uh, but before we go to part two, you know, we, 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 I asked I asked our listeners online for some questions. And you guys have thrown some questions at us. So we're going to answer those questions now. Um, so let's go to the first question over here. <laughs> this is a stupid question, really. But um, why are manholes round? So, Craig, why are manholes round? It's not going to have to go. Why? There's a fucking mouse in the front room here. There's a mouse? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Just <laughs> <laughs> call it calling for the calling for the, for the room's going to be on the fire. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, mate. A fucking rogue rodent. Our segment. I can't sit here in the podcast with that. With, with, with being the mouse in the front room. With me. You, you, do you want to put him on? We'll have a word. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay, so you're going now, yeah? Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Go. Alright, mate. Okay, we'll talk to you later. Alright. Okay, bye. Alright, bye. Bye. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking unbelievable. Of all the uh, things as well, like you know, of all the things that could happen to him, when he said I had to go, I'm thinking, oh, his toothaches come back. I did not expect him to say fucking Mickey Mouse was running around the living room. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Got a rogue rodent. I'll have to text him in a minute to see how it's going. <laughs> Jesus, Holy shit. that was funny. So yeah, so unfortunately, Craig won't be taking part in these questions. So I'm going to throw that one over to uh, Todd. Yep. Todd, what? I why actually, a man holds round? I actually do know why manholes are round. Wow. It's a safety feature. Is it? Yes, because manhole, no matter which way you twist or manipulate a manhole, it won't, won't fall down through the hole. If you had a square or a rectangle, if you didn't have the shape lined up, it could potentially fall down through the hole ah. and injure whoever is underneath the ladder, like as you climb down into the um, sewer system. So... The reason that a manhole cover is round, because they, they weigh a lot of weight. They're like cast iron, and, and they're very heavy. So you wouldn't want that falling down on top of you if you were standing 10 feet down into the ground. Jesus. It would kill you. So the reason that manhole covers are round is for a safety feature so that they can't fall down into the hole. That's unbelievable. I'd say I, I can't even answer that question because, you know, I was, I was thinking we were just going to kind of assume why they were round. So that's... Yeah. So you don't just you don't just laugh when you listen to our podcast. You learn something. Exactly. I'm a wealth of insignificant knowledge. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so we we have another question. This is off uh, our friend Kathy. She wants to know: Do you guys know uh, Trailer Park Boys personally? So that's a it's a tough one to answer, and I did answer it to her in in uh, in DMs. But um, the short answer is. Personally, no. I would say no. We don't. I wouldn't say we know them personally. Um, they know of us. Um, 
you know we've we've mingled with them and stuff and you know uh, more notably mike mike smith um knows who i am and uh, you know i've i've been lucky enough to hang out with mike a few times and we are hoping to get him on the podcast which ironically is another question put to us by one of our friends um amy walker she asked when we're going to be getting the trailer park boys on and you know again it's i don't know they're so busy you know and it's you can only ask somebody so many times and then you just feel like you're pestering them whereas I'm, I'm sure mike would appreciate me asking him again but i just don't want to to push it you know i don't want to come across as like oh geez this all he gives right, a fuck about yeah basically yeah i mean i i, I full-heartedly think that we will get him on I, I i believe that mike above everybody else and that's just because he knows me but um yeah you know when I, when I see him next, I'll 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 ask him again, you know, or I'll just let him know. I, the last time I, I talked to him about it, I, I, I let him know that we were ready whenever he was, and he said, "Okay, sounds good to me," and that was it. And it, the all I can say is he's a very very busy guy, and like it's not it's not a case of like oh we don't give a fuck like he's too big for us and he's not. It's nothing to do with that whatsoever. Th- that guy would come on our podcast tomorrow if he had the chance. He's just very busy. So. Right, because they got a lot of other stuff going on other than just the Trailer Park Boys show. I mean, they got a lot of side projects going on, and they've, they've got a, lot, a lot of stuff of going things. on. Like, right, I, so. he's, he's just, they've just announced that, like, uh, you know, the second season of the cartoon is coming out on Netflix next month. Shortly after that, again on Netflix is um, a, a show that's filmed mainly in jail. So it's about the guy. It's live action, and it's filmed mainly, mainly in jail. And then next year, they're filming another movie. So they're filming a fourth movie next year, which is amazing. But, you know, all that, you know, plus the touring that they do and stuff, and, and they, they do a lot of other things. You know, they own restaurants and stuff. So the the guy, when he does have downtime, he's spending it with his wife and kids, and rightly so. So it'll happen eventually. We'll we'll figure it out. Um, right. And, and can't fault a guy for being a family man. So. Exactly. You know, and I'm a family man, so I understand. You know, sure. I'm obviously not as busy as he is, but I, re- I respect that when you do have downtime, you spend it with your wife and kids. So, And Todd Absolutely. obviously understands that as well. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get there eventually. Uh, next question we have here is, um, it's off Brenda Joe. Brenda Joe is just an amazing person. So, Brenda, I know you're listening to us. Um, your support is, just means so much to us. So, thank you for the continued support. She, Thanks, she asks, she says, um, she's probably asked this before, but who would your dream guest slash interview be? And she's she has asked that before, actually, but it changes all the time. You know, you think of new people and, you know, you listen to different interviews and you think, oh, they'd be really cool to have on the show. So who would yours be if you could have anyone on? It doesn't matter well, whether it's unrealistic or not. Who would you have on? Right. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of torn between this because obviously I'm a huge Ozzy fan and I would love to interview Ozzy. But at the same time, he's getting old and he kind of rambles. He's kind of incoherent at times. So I don't know how truly amazing that interview would be because yeah. I don't know if he, if you could actually understand him or not. So. Yeah. Uh, but I would love I would love the the opportunity to sit down and have a chat um, with Ozzy. But I think uh, above and beyond that, probably some uh, I would love to have Ricky Gervais on. Yeah, because he's a brilliant comedian. He's hilarious. And his antics at the Golden Globe Awards this year um, what was truly to me just legendary. So I would love to have him on and have a chat with him about that. I would agree. I think Ricky would be the top one for me as well. Ricky, and then there's like Carl Pilkington is another one who's like obviously one of Ricky's friends, and uh, he's a really funny guy. And 
I just I feel like there's a connection I've got with him because he's from the north of England, the northwest, and uh, yeah, he'd be a great guest to have on as well. And then you know, just people like you know, uh, we're talking with Kimmy earlier about the Backstreet Boys. Like any one of those guys would be fun to talk to. AJ AJ McLean would be really good. He's like the you know back in the day he was classed as like the bad boy, but um, he's like the most down to earth of all of them I would say, and he would be really nice to chat. I, f- I feel like if if we could have any of them on, he'd be the one that would do it. So. And never say never, you know, you don't know. If if I ever get a chance to meet them again, I would ask them. I'd I'd give them a card and say, you know, if you can come on, we'd love it. And you never know. Um, right. yeah, so next question is from... Okay, this one's from Dave. Dave Merrith. And Dave says, I'm curious about what the process is for, be- for becoming a permanent resident in Canada. I know it's a serious question, but you could have fun with it. For example, do they ask you to do they ask you to make a cup of tea and deport you if it's um, if you don't put the maple syrup in first? <laughs> um, the the process of becoming a permanent resident is um, I'll, I'll be honest, my wife did all the paperwork, so I, I really didn't have to do any of that. But it's but basically what happens is you apply. Um, it makes it easier if you're married. So we did get married first, and we didn't get married for that reason because we didn't at the time we didn't know where we were going to settle. So it could have been the UK, but we, we knew being married would help. So we were married and then we applied. And while we were applying, she got a work visa for the UK. So we were still together. And then uh, you basically, like, you have, to, you have to do everything. So you've got to send them photographs, as many photographs as you can in different places over the course of different years. They want to see your passports to see how many times you've traveled to see each other. They basically want to know, they want to see that it's serious. They don't want... Because obviously people make shit up and pretend they're together when they're not just to help somebody out. So they want to make sure it's legit. They want to see, like, you know, the fact that they want to see you, get, you got married. They want to see your wedding photos. They want to see the people that went to your wedding. They want references to talk to people, um, you know, to kind of prove that they can, you know, acknowledge that you are real as a real couple. They just want all that kind of proof. So we did all that. We had everything and more to, to give to them. And then it's just a waiting game. If you get picked then you are given 90 days to, to get your shit and go. So I got a letter in the mail one day, and it was like, I feel like it's 90 days. I think Dina says that it was like six months. But anyway, let's say it's six months. So you've got six months to get your shit together and go, which sounds like a long time, but it's really not. Like it's to up sticks and move countries and literally emigrate to somewhere else. It's, it, it happens so fast. And you never, you're never ready to say bye to your family ever. It's never, there's never a right moment. And so, and the worst of it is, is like if you don't move within those six months, you have to start the whole process again. Like you don't, you have to be out of the UK by a certain date, or not out of the UK, but in Canada by a certain date. You have to be, otherwise you've got to start everything again. So we did it. You know, we we up sticks and we left, and it was very close to the to the cutoff mark I didn't want to move any time any sooner than that I wanted to push it and stay for as long as I could because I, f- I feel like I owed that to my family rather than to just go right I'm going now and things take time you know you've got to set shit up so so that was the process and then you get it you get given a card which is like a you know it looks like a visa card it's got your picture on it and stuff and that's good for five years and then after five years you've got to get another one and all that card does is you use it when you travel and it's just to let people know that you live in Canada and that you, the reason why you're staying for so long is because you live there and you have a job there and that you own a home there um, and then so after five years you don't need to get a new one unless you're traveling and that was the problem last time because my nan passed away and my card had expired 
and I could get home without it. They don't want to see it when you go. They want to see it when you come back in. So there was this big kerfuffle of me trying to rush to get this card renewed um, in order for, in order for me to get back to work on you know the following week basically. And it was so it was cut so so short. I only just about did it, but we made it happen and it was fine. And then after that, it's payment. It's um, citizenship. And I'm I'm eligible after five years. You're eligible for citizenship, which I am now. But you don't need to have it. And all that really entitles you to is that you can vote. And it costs money to do. You have to do a test. And I'm not really interested in doing that at the moment. You know, any any spare bit of money goes on tickets to fly home. You know, it wouldn't go on on anything else. So um, that's the long-winded answer. But yeah, that's essentially the process. Um, wow, there's a yeah. lot to that. Yeah, there is. I mean, I, there's a, I'll tell you what, though, it's it's even harder to get into the U.S. There's more to it than that for the U.S. They they don't really? they don't fuck around. Yeah. Well, I was I was with an American girl for a while. I don't know if that's a topic I've talked about, but yeah, I was I was engaged um, for a few years actually to somebody, and we were we were planning on, on I was planning on moving to America. Things didn't work out, um, obviously, and uh, yeah, it was. We didn't look too much into it, but it, it's it's a tougher process. Okay, is is a serious question for you, Todd? If our butt cheeks were horizontally split rather than vertically, would they clap as we went up and down the stairs? And that is from mm. um, the Twitter account. What scares you? <laughs> well, I, I guess um, it would depend on the shape and the size and the health of the butt cheeks. <laughs> Because obviously, like, you know, if you worked out and you toned your butt cheeks, they probably wouldn't clap because they'd be toned and stay in place. Now, if you were a couch potato and sat on your ass all the time and were out of shape and you went up a flight of stairs and were wearing loose garments, say a muumuu or a, a sundress, then you'd probably hear some booty clapping going on, sure. <laughs> that would be fucking weird, wouldn't it? It, it would be weird because... Look like a Muppet's um, mouth. Yeah, yeah, it would it would be hard to do doggy style because then you'd look down and you would you think, wow, she's in a good mood, she's smiling at me. Just look. <laughs> it it would look like Kim Kardashian giving you a duck face on on a uh, you know social media. It would be be very off putting for me. So <laughs> I'm I'm very grateful that our anatomy is the way it is, and that I don't have to stare at some woman's horizontal ass cheeks. See, I really wish Craig was here to answer that one. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe, maybe we'll put that one to him next time. Like, how would you how would you uh, design a thong for that? I know it's weird, isn't it? You, you, I mean, you yeah. can obviously do it, but it'd be weird. The thong would almost look like a, a jock strap. Yeah. You know, how the straps would just come up around the side of your hips, and then you would have like something that went across your ass like a band. That yeah. would be fucky. Huh. Really, really weird. Now I'm going to okay. stay up tonight thinking about that. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Okay, so the last and final question is from Debbie Jacobs, and she asks, what's the most annoying thing about podcasting, and what's the best thing? So the best thing is getting to talk to people like um, all the, you know, like we had Kimmy on earlier, just to talking to people from different parts of the world and getting to know them. And, and then for me, like talking to, you know, people like LFO and, and BB Mac and stuff, people that have inspired you in some way, shape or form, and then being able to have a conversation with them on a normal level is nice and it's just yeah it's just entertaining people in, in general is probably the best for me so what what would the, what would the best be for you todd 
Uh, the best thing for me is having another opportunity to have a platform to um, just express myself and entertain people through. But, you know, I've done theater, I've done pro wrestling, I've done um, some acting. So to have just this other vehicle of being able to come on here, be myself, say wild, random, crazy things and have someone that actually listens to it and can laugh about it because I don't take myself serious and I sure as hell don't expect anyone else to take me seriously. So the, just the fact that I can ha come on here, have some fun, talk to you and Craig and have the opportunity to talk to our guests and our listeners is, is just a, a wonderful opportunity for me. So that, that's probably the best thing for me. It's just, it's just like chatting with buddies, sitting around a round table, having a bullshit chat and just, you know, talking about random things. So that's a lot of fun. Definitely. And of course, the other, second part of that question is what's the most annoying thing? So for me, the most annoying thing is the editing, and I don't mind doing it, but it's it it, it is annoying because it's so time consuming and like it's it takes up more time to edit than it does to actually record the show. So that's just for me personally, and I, I know the you know the other guys they don't have to deal with that, which is fine. And like I said, I wouldn't want it any other way. I I I prefer to do it than let somebody else do it. That's just me being a perfectionist and a control freak, I guess. Um, but. <laughs> One thing that it's annoying about podcast, like like in podcasting in general, like as somebody that listens to podcasts, is when like you'll because I listen to quite a few podcasts, and like the most annoying thing for me is when like I come across a podcast where you can blatantly tell that the host is reading everything from a script, so they've written essentially they've written everything down that they're saying. You can tell that it's not them. It, it's just off-putting to actually, and sometimes you know there's, there's literally sometimes when you can hear things like. <laughs> and you can actually hear them turning the pages right. on, on their fucking script that they've got written down because like really they shouldn't be doing a podcast if they can't if they can't wing it and just come up with things off the bat you shouldn't really be doing it it's okay to write down some stuff you know like when we do our comedy skit there we, I've obviously got stuff written down that I need to remember to say you know to right. make sure that I get everything in and then at the end of our, our show I always read out the website Instagram, Twitter, Facebook Patreon it's all written down in front of me so that I know what to say but other than that, you don't need. To, you shouldn't have to need to write anything down. If you do, you probably shouldn't be podcasting, and you should maybe do something else. Right. So. Yeah. It. It. I'll, I agree with that 100. percent You know, it's. It, I, I by no means am Howard Stern or Rush Limbaugh. You know, I'm, I'm not a, a consummate professional, in broadcasting, but basically, um, it, it, this ain't fucking brain science either. I mean, you know, I come on here and I, I talk about things like you say. I'll, I'll have little notes jotted down just so i make sure i get every point in that i want to make um depending on the episode but when you're tuning into somebody and you're listening to somebody i don't expect high quality professionalism because i kind of like the amateur thing but at the same time when it sounds like someone's just and you can tell when someone's reading a script and that they haven't even bothered to read it beforehand and like kind of uh go through it's almost like listening to an actor who's reading cue cards. I mean, you, it lacks emotion. It lacks uh, personality. It lacks everything because you're, you're concerned about reading what's on the paper in front of you instead of uh, communicating it to the people who are listening. So it, it's, I, I can't even listen to podcasts like that because I've tried, but a couple minutes into it, it it's almost like, nails going down a chalkboard to me it's so fucking annoying i can't even tolerate it so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly so yeah that's that basically about wraps it up for the uh, the questions there so 
we are going to go through now to our part two of uh, get to the point um and yeah this is the conclusion to you know part one that you just heard earlier so check it out get to the point Okay, welcome back to the show. This is a 98.7 Cheese FM. You're listening to Get With The Point with the big deal, Elroy McNeil on Banger's Best Music Mix. Um, Jamie, uh, my producer, um, is in the washroom. He's been there for some time. I don't know what's going on, um, but I am here in the studio alone. So I'm going to have to man the desk myself, which I have no problem doing whatsoever. Don't know what that button does there. Okay, won't press that again. Um... Okay, so uh, the question I asked our listeners is, is it socially acceptable for a midget to have relations with a real human? We do have a caller on the line. I think it's this button here. Hello? Who's calling? Ding dong, motherfucker! Guess who it is and where I'm at? Uh, okay. How do you cut people off? Uh, I don't, don't know what to do. I don't, bu- I, you, I don't know which buttons are pressed. If you don't recognize, this is Paulie, your little friend, all right? Yeah, I'm I figured outside. who. I, I yeah, I know who you are, and and, and as soon as Jamie comes back, you, you're going to be dealt with uh, efficiently. You'll be off. You'll be gone. I just don't oh, know so what scared. button to press. Yeah? Well, I hope you don't come back for a minute, because I'm standing outside. I'm looking at some piece of shit called Fusion. It's red colored, and it's got a license plate that says Big Deal Two. What the hell happened to Big Deal One? Big Deal One was taken. What's your point? point is i believe this is your car there big deal yeah well, l- let me tell you if you do anything to my car you will be re- reprimanded straight away i'm gonna call the police it, it, you see seriously i'm telling you now mr short my fuse is short now and i, I oh, want you to stay I away bet it is. i bet it is tough guy I tell you what i got this brick in my hand it says that you ain't got the balls to come down here and deal with me man the man no, I won't. I've got a show to do. How can I just leave the desk? I've got a show. My producer, who's absolutely inept at his job, is still in the washroom. I don't know what's wrong with him. I told him not to go to that Chinese place last night, but he wouldn't listen. Well, this is what I'm going to do, Fruity. Check this out. I got this brick. And there's your windshield. Are you a Yankees fan? Please don't don't touch that car. Just just we'll 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 talk it out later on, man okay. to man. All right, you're right. I'm not gonna touch it, but this fucking brick's about to. No, no, no. Lined up. Here's the pitch. What? What have you just done? Uh, I used to be a fucking windshield tough guy, but now it's got a big hole in it. Whoa! whoa, whoa, What's going on? Oh my god! You, 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 why would you do? Why would you do that? I don't believe it, Jamie. why would you come over and get involved with me and my old lady's relationship like that just because you can't handle a little guy being in a relationship with a normal Jamie. sized chick? Jamie! 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 He ain't gonna Jesus. save your ass. I Jesus you Christ! I went through all the trouble of coming down here. I think I'm gonna grab a tire tool on my van and I think I'm gonna give this piece of shit a few more beauty marks. How you like that, tough guy? Don't, I'm telling you now, don't. That, that is below the belt, which ironically is where you come up to on me. Oh, Leave it. Cool. Okay. Leave it. You want to take a few cheap shots? I'm going to take a few cheap shots of your fucking tail lights. Say goodbye, then turn signal. No! Oh, you're, you're, uh, the, the damage is... Uh, uh, it's not refundable. Please. Please. Oh, jeez. It'd be a shame if I took this, the sharp edge of this uh, tire tool and went right down the whole side of your full fusion here, just like this. Oh, listen to that. Oh, that's, oh, that's, that's horrible. Oh. 
at the mark. Oh, that's going to leave a mark. Oh, jeez. I, I can't believe you, you. You know what you are? Scum. Oh, jeez. Alrighty. That, that, that's that's the, the one that put the fucking candle in the cake here. Speaking of candles, do you like fire? What? Do you like fire? Cause I fire? This, this nice red hot car you got here is about to get a little hotter. Jamie, right, it, Jamie's just flushed the toilet, which means he's going to be out momentarily. You will be dealt with. He's a big man, okay? You get, you'll get, you be dealt with. I'm telling you now. now. You're a big man, a tough guy. I just went in my trunk and my van. I got this nice uh, can here. Can you guess what's in it? Well, it wouldn't be alcohol, would it? Because you're not old enough to drink. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to dump this on your car. Hope you like s'mores, motherfucker, because I got some chocolate graham crack and marshmallows, and I'm about to have me a roast. What was it? What, what are you pouring on my car? What is that? What What are you doing? It's You're... gasoline, baby. I, oh, I don't believe this. I. What are you doing? Uh, you know, my grandpappy always said the Zippo lighter would come in handy one day. Here's to you, Grandpa. Flick it back, baby. No! Oh, no! No! Oh, I don't believe this! I don't believe it! I, I, I can't... My car... Oh, this is ridiculous! I can smell smoke! What's going on? Oh my god! I don't know what's happening! I'm not sure... Okay, everybody, I, I, I'm just gonna go to a break and I will be right back... Jamie, you fucking bastard! I want you to come down here, Rose, you and your fuck you, you useless piece, piece of shit! shit. Oh fuck, I we're still on air. Okay, so there was our, our part two there to uh, get with the point with uh, Elroy McNeil, which I I can't say how much love I, how much I love doing that. It's so much fun just to <laughs> play out this ridiculous setup that we've got. Um, yeah, oh, it's a blast. I, we knew love that it. it was we knew that it was going to be a bit of a touchy subject as well with the whole like you know little person thing, and and we we do acknowledge that you know little people don't like to be called midgets. It, it, that was the whole purpose of calling them midgets, was because Elroy's an idiot, and. You know, it, it it it's not it's, it was never supposed to be about making fun of of like anybody else. You know, like um, our, our the call that we have right. uh, Suki that calls in. You know, it's it, it's all about Elroy and what an idiot he is, and that like he's got a small minded view on the world, and and you know it's it's seen as offensive. Like we're laughing at him, not at anybody else. So, um, I think we I think we did a good job. You know, I think we got the message across. I think so. I think people that listen to it will get the joke that. It, the joke is not on the little person. The joke is on Elroy being an idiot who can't accept uh, out of norm type of thing. So I, yeah. I, that's what I think. You know, I think that as long as you recognize that he's the joke and not the subject matter, um, then, you know, that's a win. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, again, you know, like with the you know with the, the last ones that we've done, let us know what you think. If you thought that was funny, if you didn't think it was funny, please be honest with us and let us know because it's the only way we're going to improve is to get the feedback from you guys because we're just going to carry on doing this and if it's not in, in being enjoyed, we obviously would like to know so we're not wasting our time. So far, everybody's loving it. So um, I don't know awesome. where we're going to take it next because that was a really big one. So, um, <laughs> But these ideas just come to the two of us. We'll just be at work and the next thing you know, we've got this idea for a funny character or you know a situation. And, and uh, like, I mean, this one started out with, we, we knew we wanted to bring you know a little guy on the show. And we just didn't know how we were going to do it. And then, we came up with that Elroy would say something offensive, but we didn't know what. Then we came up with that it would be making fun of somebody, you know, that's dating somebody big. And then, you know, a reg- not big, but regular size. 
And then we thought, oh, it'll be funny if he's already had a previous running with him. So that was the whole thing. And it just came together, and I think we did a good job. So, yeah, like I say, let us know what you think. And, um, you know, just to give out the details, because we are going to wrap up the show now, website is majorsmesshall.com. That has got links to everything on there. But I will say that the photographs that are on there are obviously old photographs from previous photo shoots we've done. We haven't done a photo shoot yet with Todd. And um, there isn't one on the cards at the moment with the three of us, just because it's not... unfortunately not working out for the three of us to be together all at the same time so i'm basically going to be the middleman and some point this summer me and me and todd will do a photo shoot together and then me and craig will do one together in the uk and then i'll have somebody merge the photos together so there will be new photos coming and i just need to think of something in between now and then to get on the website because those old photos obviously need to come down so just bear with us on that Um, instagram page is uh, at mess hall podcast and the, the Instagram page has just took a massive boost in follows as well. We now have over 5,000 followers on Instagram. So I just awesome. want to say a massive thank you to everybody that's followed us. It's just incredible. Um, it means so much to us and, you know, to continue to support. Just, we just can't thank you enough. Yeah, we're on Twitter at uh, Majors Mess Hall. So come and give us a follow over there. Um, and we're on Facebook. So just search Majors Mess Hall on Facebook, Majors Mess Hall Podcast. And again, we've got over 13,000 followers on there and it's growing every day. So again, um, that's probably our most busiest of all the pages that we've got. We have a lot of interaction on there. And again, it's very much appreciated. And then last but not least is the Patreon page. <clears throat> we set up a Patreon to help us pay for um, you know, some of the, the fees that you know accumulate while we're doing this. So again, thank you to all our patrons that are currently helping to support us. And if you want to help support us, um, you know, I think you can pick any amount you like. Um, and it's it's a monthly thing. Um, that is uh, patreon.com forward slash majors mess hall, and that will take you to our page, and you can donate whatever you want. Um, but again, thank you very much, everybody, for listening. It means so much to us. Um, we will be back um, in two weeks' time with episode 113. Any final thoughts from you, Todd? I just like to, uh, as I always like to do, thank everybody for their love and support. Um, keep listening, uh, like our pages, share us with your friends so that they can go on and like us and check us out. Uh, and I'll, I'll also, like Gavin was saying, please uh, supply feedback for all of the bits that we do now because uh, we always love to hear feedback, positive or negative, doesn't matter. That way we can fine-tune and give you guys what you want. Because uh, basically you're in the driver's seat telling us what you want and we provide the entertainment. So uh, keep listening to us, keep sharing us, keep uh, uh, loving us. And uh, on the Patreon page, if, if you can go in and be a patron, we would greatly appreciate that. Because like Gavin says, it does help with the fees and, and also replacement of equipment and um, everything else that is involved in doing the podcast. And we appreciate it. And uh, I'm just looking forward to... Uh, coming up with some new bits and doing some new things moving forward and so stay tuned and see what we got in the pipeline coming down yeah and we are going to we are going to play out uh, this episode with a song from one of our followers over on facebook um sometimes i like to do this you know to help support people's music and stuff you know we've done it a lot in the past and uh you know this guy came to me with one of his songs and asked if we play it and uh, of course we will it's a guy called nathan johnson and uh his, uh, his musical act is called na and the song is called Follow Me. And I just really, really like where he's going with this music. So uh, we're going to play that song now. Um, you know, this is another thing about doing podcasts as well. Um, because people do podcasts to listen to a podcast, you know, playing a song, say, you know, any anywhere before the end of the episode doesn't really make sense because uh, 
you know people aren't listening to it to listen to music so that's why we've saved it for the end of the show which is is where it should be um and uh, this song is called follow me and it's by na see you next time guys have a great one